a movement about resiliency, triumph through adversity, through clothing. A name that I was shocked was not taken by anybody. And I'm so excited to have this person because she's so lovely or something. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. I'm black and I'm proud. That's right. <laughs> I thought of you when I said this. That's right, you guys, little James Brown. We're black, we're proud. We're here on Black Hollywood Live. It's breaking into you. I'm James Live Jr. and welcome back to the show. I'm so glad to have you guys here today on this wonderful Monday afternoon or whenever you're watching this. I hope it's wonderful where you are. Coming from sunny California. That's right. I, you know, I try to find you very interesting guests and this person found me kind of. It was like a kind of a, a meeting of uh, them all. Could you imagine the hat? Yes, I was meeting at a mall. Exactly. I saw these shirts and I was like, I need to have one of those. And then I met her and it was like just amazing. I was like, oh my goodness. My guest is the CEO and founder of Black Don't Crack Clothing Apparel. <laughs> Um, it's just, it's just very, very interesting. Um, I just want to read something. I, I just love this. The concept behind the creation is originated from the many trials she experienced in her life. She's a proud survivor of destructiveness of depression, financial instability, divorce, pain of loss, struggles with regrets, and immobilizing blows, a physical and mind-shattering mental abuse. She has gone through some stuff. She is smiling. She has a company, and we're going to talk about it. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, you. everybody, <laughs> Deborah Hubbard. Hi, everybody. I'm so glad to be here. Okay. Lives is live, so it's good. Yes, we Does that work? I am so glad to be here. Excited. I'm glad you're here, too. Yes. You know, you are somebody who, I mean, I've done, like I said, I've done over 100-something shows here. You're somebody who I met on the, basically on the street in the mall. <laughs> in the mall. And you were so friendly and warm. Thank you. And there was a crowd of people. And what that day, there was it was multicultural that day. Yes, it was. Absolutely. Buying your shirts. Yes. All, all the time. That's not just that day. That's on a norm, which is really exceptional. It, it, this whole thing is a phenomenon. I still can't. Yeah. understand it all, yeah. but I'm riding the wave. You know when they yeah. say ride the wave? Yeah. I'm riding it. <laughs> well, and, and that's what's so interesting is I, I was like, there was like Asian, there was a couple white girls there. Latino. Latino. Yeah. It was like, it was, the, it's, and that's why it's like, black don't crack. It, it don't. <laughs> we know it don't. I'm actually 85. No. Um, <laughs> you know, but, it's, but it's so funny because this is a phrase that we know and use yes. all the Forever time. Never. For generations. For generations. It has been said and I still don't know why, you know, I just think that in life if something is for you or meant for you that nothing can stop that connection. Yeah. And I just feel like that that's my connection with Black Don't Crack. Yes. And and I and I love that because it's a phrase that's recognizable. No one had it. Trademarks. Well, the cool thing about it is even okay, everybody knows in business, the first thing or the hardest thing that you have to do to establish a brand is the branding. Mhm. So Guess what? Yes. That part I didn't have to do because everybody looked at it from black don't crack, forever youthful skin, looking good for your age. But I put a twist on it and I had to brand that. So, yes. okay, yeah, yes. but everybody, oh my God, like even in the mall, coming down the escalators yes. or the elevators, people are like looking at us, black, the, what? Black mm-hmm. don't crack. And mm-hmm. it's just a conversation right there. So it's Completely. always a conversation piece. Yeah. Completely. And what I like, it's conscious clothing. I call it social justice apparel. Yes, it's all just that. by wearing, just by having this, where you're making a statement. Well, you know what I tell everybody? I tell everybody that purchases a shirt from me. If I'm on the floor selling, there's a warning that comes with my shirts. 
you will be stopped. Now, am I lying? No, you're Do not. Do I at got all. a witness? Do you I got, got a witness? You got a witness right here. For us <laughs> exactly. to believe, I get stopped every time I wear the shirt. And I do events all over Essence, Black yeah. Caucus, you name yeah. them. I do events. And people the following year, when they come back, they're like, oh my goodness, you did not lie. I am, I mean, everybody stopped me in the shirt. And, you know, it is conscious. It's, it's about being aware. Um, but when I initially thought about it, I didn't think about limited limiting it only to black people. I wanted mm-hmm. it to be universal. Why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, we need something, especially in this day and time, uh, especially what's going on in our nation. And y'all know yes. what I'm talking about. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, but we, we do. Gonna, that won't be uh, no, coming out on our another show. It's another show. That's right. But just knowing that and just having all these conscious uh, apparel lines. They're happening. Oh, my God. I've had several on this show. They're ha- they are happening. Yes, and that is, you know, black don't crack. People wear it, and I'm like, yeah, you're celebrating what you look like, you know, the forever youthful skin, the melanin. But tell us your story of how you can inspire or motivate somebody to tell why your black did not crack. For me, it was because I went through a divorce, and I had to kind of reinvent myself. I was down and out in Windsor Hills, right? <laughs> Not Beverly Hills, y'all, but Windsor Hills. I was down and out. I didn't know what end was up. I didn't know. At 54 years old, I had to start all over again. Wow. And I mean, there were days I couldn't feed my kids. Right. That's starting all over again. That is starting all over again. So, you know, and just to know that you can reinvent yourself, especially with something like this that's been around for generations, yeah. that excites me more than anything right there. I start my life over at 40, so I understand. I start so from you scratch. Know. And, I, and it's, it's one of those things that, the, I like your story, the black don't crack could be, what is your black, basically? Yes, yes. Because everybody has a story. Yeah, or everybody, or everybody has a story. Everybody yes. has a story. Yes. And, you know... Some it's funny when in our store somebody that's white they might come in my store and they're like, well, what could I really wear that shirt? And I'm like, well, why not? Um, have you ever had a dark moment or a black moment in your See? life? If you had to overcome adversities, you can say I am black. Right. Don't crack. Right. So it's for everybody. It and, really and on a side note, you know, black folks come in all shades and hues exactly. and colors too. I have relatives who look white. And they're black. I mean, they're black. You know, we come yes. from a Creole you know, background. Yes. So they're very like. So, I mean, you can't even go by color anymore half the time no. anyway. No. You don't know. And that, and that's really interesting that you say that because this girl came in my shop, and this is really interesting. She was from Australia. Oh, wow. Very keen features. Yeah. Blonde hair. Blue eyes. And she walked over to the aprons. I know you saw those aprons that I yes, have there. I mean, and she yes. grabbed an apron. And she goes, oh, my God, my dad will just love this apron. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure your dad will. <laughs> and I'm kind of like wondering. Yeah. And you know how you say, don't judge a book by its cover. Yes. But I did. Do you know she ended up telling me her whole life story? And she talked about racism. And she talked about, you know, growing up black. I mean, this girl said she was black. And, and her dad is black. And um, so he asked, she actually took it back to Australia. They posted it on Instagram and Facebook. And, and they, he wants to actually take and explain my movement to the Aborigine kids there in Australia. So See? this thing is global in reach. See? Who would have ever thought? Well, you know what's <laughs> funny? My, 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 my nephew um, is half Jamaican, half white, but he looks white. Blonde hair, blue eyes, same thing. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing um, a Black Lives Matter shirt or whatever. And the kids said, you can't wear that. Yeah. He goes, well, first of all, I am half black. I'm black. Just have to be light skin. But with you, why not? This, this yes. feels the same thing. Like, yes. why not? Yes. You're being an ally. You're also being an ally. You're being an ally to the yes. movement of black. Yes, it crack. is. Yes. And you know what? I feel like it's bridging gaps. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's bringing people together. Because, you know, when you see somebody white in it, you will kind of look like, yeah, okay, first, why yeah, is yeah. he wearing a black don't crack t-shirt right. and he ain't 
black. Right. But when you look at that person, and first of all, for them to even have the courage or the strength to just do that and wear it, that's that says something for them right there. Well, let's, let's show let's just show some of these. I, I have some pictures of some because you have different. You don't have just t-shirts. You have different kinds of things going on for yes. men and women. And there's look at that beautiful one right there. Yeah, look at that. Look at we I have see. long sleeve V necks. Mm-hmm. We have crew necks. We have hoodies. We even did dashikis for. I know, and I I don't season. know if my dashi got into the. I had I had some email. I don't think I don't think got yeah. through. Uh, yeah, there it is. There it's beautiful. It is. Yeah, and oh I my god, it, you know what? We launched that right at uh, during Black History oh, Month. Okay, there you go. And, and Black, Panther. Black Panther. There right? you go. Exactly. We wore them to the mm-hmm. movies, and everybody was asking us, oh, "Okay, we got a daishiki, but we want black don't crack on ours now." So See? I think I started a little something, something. See, we have some cute, <laughs> some cute, some little, lots of cute. Thank you. Variety Thank of stuff. You. And I think, and see, and girls with curves, you can wear it too. Yes, yes. I got curves. I'm wearing my shirt. I got, I no, we go to a 3X. So, see? And actually, 4Xs in some things. So, oh, okay. we don't play. There's some thicker folks We're like inclusive. to wear. It's about being right. inclusive, right. for sure. That's why, that's, yes. that's, that's why okay, so, okay, I just have to ask so how did you, you were struggling to make ends meet? Where did this idea germinate for you? Okay, so this might sound really far fetched. And it might sound like it's made up, but it's not. So I was at that point in my life where I told you I was going through this divorce and I didn't know what end was up. And it was like, okay, what's next? So one night I decided to go out. I went out with a girlfriend and we went to this club and we're hanging out in this club and this guy was kind of hitting on me. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I can yeah, see that right. he's trying to get his Mac yeah, on, yeah, right? That's right. <laughs> you that's know, right? right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So he, he asked me my age, and I'm like, I'm 54. Then he started asking me some other questions. And so he started making like these funny little comments, like, so do you have kids? And I'm like, yeah, I have three kids. And I told him the ages. And he's like, well, would you have them when you were 10 years old? And I said, okay, flattery words will get you nowhere. Right, exactly. And so he kept going on, and I kept telling him that. And then at the end of the conversation, he said to me, well, if you're all those things, then black certainly don't crack. You are black, don't crack. And I said, I am black, don't crack. And literally, I am not kidding. Maybe two weeks before that, I fell on my knees, James, in my bedroom, praying to God, asking him to give me something because I've done everything. Okay. I used to model. I, oh, okay. I mean, I've done everything, interior design, events, you name it. I'm like a woman of many wonders. I love it. I love and it. And so I'm like, okay, so, but what is this journey going to take me through and what? And so when he said that, I got home that night. No, I wrote it in the palm of my hand oh. and I, and I got in my car and I'm like, and I kept staring at it and I got home and I Googled it. And I saw nothing but entertainers or celebrities that look uh, great for their age. Yes, and I'm like, right. <laughs> okay, well, you would think that, right? Right. So I'm like, but this is something deep. And I kept looking. I'm like, black don't crack. When you think of those words even, seeing those words for me meant that it was unbreakable, that you could have courage or strength or overcome certain adversities. That could mean black don't crack. So I put that twist, I put that spin, Mm -hmm. and I said, because I think this could resonate with just about everybody. It wasn't just about me. It wasn't my journey that I was thinking about. I wasn't, it wasn't a selfish thing. I wanted this to be inclusive for anybody that was going through something in their life that they could apply in their life where they could say, I am black, don't crack. Divine that's what it's doing. Divine intervention. Yes. It, I, know, I, believe, I know I believe in that. I, I, I believe in that. And, I, and you know, I never, ever heard from that guy. I mean, you and you would think from now, like being on social yo, media. Oh, yeah, right, whatever, right. I'm the guy. <laughs> I'm the guy. <laughs> like, do you want to still go out? Like, you know, it's like the dude, he had to be an angel. That wasn't for real. 
I, I believe that. I, 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 I believe that. Yeah, I mean, there are angels on Earth. Now we, I might get some calls after the show. Yeah, I know, really. They're like, I saw it. Now it is me, right? That's but, me. but no, but no. I seriously do believe this with all of my heart. Yes. In divine intervention, there's times when things are brought to you. Yeah, they just line up. And if you're open, which you were, yes. to the opportunity to receive them, yes. that's why it happened for you. And it did. And it did. But, I mean, everybody thinks because I am where I am now that it was a smooth journey. No, of course not. But it wasn't. And anybody knows being an entrepreneur, Ugh, that is not a smooth journey. I'm one also. It's not easy. There's days that I still am like, ooh, what? am I sure I want to do this? I know. There, there's I want a nine to five. Exa- exactly. Because, like, <laughs> right. Can I just get a cubicle and like just push yes. papers for a living yes. and have vacation pay and sick days? Yeah. I do Because my sometimes. biggest thing is if, if this fails, you know whose fault it is? Wow. Exactly. <laughs> it's exactly. all on me, but exactly. but you know what? It's a it's a great thing to have on your shoulders because mm-hmm. I'm so proud, you know, just to see people all over the world. There are people all over the world mm-hmm. wearing my shirts. You know? So sometimes it gets a it gets pretty emotional. It should. I mean, when you're starting from anyone, anybody, this is that's why I love doing the show. You can start from scratch at any point in your life. Yes, you it's, can. You, your life is not over. Because of some incidents. Yeah. You can't pick yourself up. It takes work. Yes, it does. And yes, hard it does. work. Yes, it and does. And sometimes you said tears and sweat and... But I believe too, and I mean, this is just my journey, and I don't know if this resonates with anybody else, but I believe that, you know, I, I just remember one Sunday I was sitting in church and my pastor <laughs> said to me, sometimes in life you got to be set back in order to be set up. I like that. And, and you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like... God, are you talking to me? (laughs) Yes. He's talking to me. Mm -hmm. I thought that was isolated just for me. And I thought about it and I thought about, you know, sometimes your failures can be your stepping stone to success. And, and, you know, you just never know what it's going to bring you in a long run. And let me tell you something. I mean, some of the days... I didn't know if I was going to get up. Right. I mean, from depression. Oh, I mean, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I was oh, like yeah. down 100 pounds. I didn't Ooh, know what to do. Yeah. So, but I'm looking at it definitely as it definitely was my stepping stone to success. Well, I'll tell you, two years ago, I have my business super organizer. I'm a professional organizer. And I, two years ago, I, after, I mean, I've been in business almost 10 years now. Two years ago, I thought that was it. Some things had happened. I thought, okay, I guess my business is over. I guess I'll try to get a job somewhere. But I stuck with it. Yep. And now I'm just doing better than ever. It had to morph into something else a little bit. Yep. But it's like having that faith, staying, you know, staying in your lane, staying on the road. Yes, yes, yes. And keep moving. But morphing into something else, that's incredible too, because I mean, I was at the desperate state because I needed to make money because right. I still had to pay my rent. Yes. You know, my lifestyle didn't change and I had to keep that lifestyle up. Or yes. I had to change it. And I'm like, no, I, I kind of like this You're lifestyle. You're like, okay. You're like, okay. I like the little Windsor Hills boost, yes. right? Yes. So it was up to me to do that. And I made that commitment to do that. And I think when you do it and you could connect it with your passion and your purpose, it's just all over. Like you, And you never know what your passion is going to be. Isn't that funny? No, you Just don't. live your life. You never know what's going what's to no. come to your No, I mean, I have friends and even relatives. They actually are so structured. They wrote out their whole life's journey. And this is my path. And this is what I'm going to do. I'm like, eh, there might be some twists and yes. turns or some bumps mm-hmm. in that that mm-hmm. you don't even know is coming your way. Because I thought... You know, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor. I thought I was going to be together with the same person, my oh, soulmate. Right, of course, of course. You know, all of that. And now it's just, 
I'm a single parent and um, entrepreneur and have How my old are your business. Kids? Uh, 19, oh, wow, uh, okay. 22, and 29. No, actually, just she just turned 30. Look, bro. Look yeah, grown ass kids. Don't come back, y'all. <laughs> Don't come back home now. But here, okay, I'm going to share a little advice to you because I have my daughters are, are, are older too, and I just tell you, sometimes. They're still with you sometimes. No, they're kind of always with you. Know, no, no. <laughs> One time I saw an interview on uh, Oprah. She yes. was interviewing uh, Denzel. Oh, yes, and, yes. and Denzel said, she goes, oh, so you're so happy your kids are out the house. And he's like, she's like, Oprah, they're boomerangs. They come they back. back. So so uh, I have yes. one that came back, but think, she's yes. gone. So, ah. <laughs> no, my girls are good. They're they're all yeah. good, but it's but it's, it's but it's good. You have so now it's really your turn. Yes, it to really is. put your life into this business and yes. watch it grow and morph and because now you think, now you're saying you have a brick and mortar store now in yes in the Westfield right slash Fox Hill Mall. <sighs> it's the Westfield Culver City <laughs> Mall, but it, we call it Fox Hills. It was Fox Hills. For I'll years. let you call it that, but I'm in Westfield Culver City yes. Mall. So you and, are there. Um, we actually have a pop-up store, and I decided that I was going to do that for yeah. the holidays, and it was just, I signed a three-month lease, right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me just do this for three months just to make some little extra change and yes. see how it goes. I didn't even know that, you talk about morphing into something else, yeah. where they're permanent now. See? So we're staying there, and see? just the response that we get from people is so dynamic. It's sure. so amazing. Like I have had people come in there, and the conversations. It's like even when you came in, the conversation yeah. we had. Yeah. It just sometimes I feel like Doctor Phil. You know, you know. Seriously, it's 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 a meeting place. Yes, Your place is becoming a meeting is. place, and some serious dialogue. And I love it. I'm talking about from every race, yes, right. from different countries, right. from all over the world. And it's like, I mean, some days people we're in there and we're talking to women and it gets really emotional and people are crying and sharing their testimonies it. and stories. And, and that's what Black Don't Crack is. Yeah. So we need, even... we need to keep talking. Uh, Jordan Smith says uh, he has a thumbs up for you. Oh, that's my son. Oh, it's your son. Oh, it's your son. Okay. <laughs> yes. You're a good looking son out there. Hey, Jordan. <laughs> Thank your, mom, you, Jordan. your mom is good. Um, but, but it really, I mean, I, I really seriously feel like we need, like, this show is that too. We need conversations to happen. Yes. And if you can give a place where people can feel safe yes. and secure to talk about all kinds of issues through your clothing, yes. that part really is kind of amazing. And we always think about the other way of it, of the money part of branding. So Jordans and, you know, and yep. FUBU and all these things that came before us that were, there were for us, of course, and there was exactly. a, and for us, but there was... There wasn't a talk about being conscious. Conscious, yes. You got you and, and I had a, 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 a group on the other day. Um, Every play matters. Another another black owned uh, clothing apparel. You guys are really saying, you no. Know, we are telling you, we're coming from the perspective yes. of conscious wear. Yes. Let's talk. Let's work this out and wear at the same time. Well, and I think that's the phenomenon in yeah. this because you know. We've come so far, but yet we haven't Right in this nation, you know, and I always talk to people in my, when I'm there or talking about my apparel, you know, if you think about us from slavery to civil rights, even into this stage that you can say that us as black people, that we certainly don't crack. And I mean, we had some rough times in our life. And, um, so wearing something that you feel empowered by wearing it. How dynamic is that? Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
I mean, I used to buy stuff from Gap or this store oh, yeah. or that store. My guest jacket and, or whatever. And, then, and that, they yeah. have no significant meaning. No. So the fact that I have an apparel line that, you know, you can feel proud mm-hmm. or I have a, one shirt and I have the little uh, ribbon for uh, bre- breast cancer okay. awareness. And all the women that wear yeah. these shirts, I mean, it just brings tears to my yeah. eyes knowing yeah. that they're feeling empowered because yeah. of my shirt. This one girl... She had a daughter, she's in high school, and she was being bullied. And she let her wear, she, she bought a Black Don't Crack t-shirt for me. She told her daughter to wear it to school. The daughter wears it to school, and she said that day she felt like she was on top of the world. See? So the things that it's doing in people's lives, and, and it's different for each and every one of us. You know, so that's, it's unique. Yeah. So it, it, it's just, it's powerful. <laughs> but I just, I just love the example that you are that, again, women do run the world to me. And women, yes, we do. women, women are, women are <laughs> the earth. i you know that. <laughs> I know. And I, I got lots of sisters and aunts and grandma. I mean, but, but women really are the salt of the earth. And, I, and I, I feel like women would make great CEOs because naturally you're taught to be empathetic and sympathetic yes. and you, you, you birth and the children. Nurture, and yeah, that, so it, make, it makes sense to me. So. Were there, was there any oh, was a little noise? Uh, was there any kind of um, trepidation of starting a business for yourself, or you just like, okay, I think I can do this? Well, you know what? I've always had that little entrepreneurial spirit within okay. me. I remember when I was like six years old, seven years old. I'm like, oh, mom, you bought lemons. Let's make lemonade. We'd have a little lemonade stand. Okay. So I was okay. always doing from when I was six years old. Wow. And then um, I'm from New Jersey originally, and I, and my, most of my family migrated out here like in the 70s, in the 80s, early 80s. And so when I first came out here, I got into the modeling world. I went to college for a minute. I got into modeling. And then I kind of branched off, and I started doing my own thing. I... D- when I tell you I'm a woman of many wonders, yes. I did little shoes, espadrilles for kids, and espadrilles. I sold them to stores in the valley. I did. I was a candle maker. I was also, a, you are so okay, I've yes. done it all. So I wasn't intimidated in the least. I'm yeah. like, okay, bring it on. Bring it on. Okay. You know, but I, I did. I had that little fear of where is it going to go or where is it going to end right. up? And I think that's most of our question. Yeah. One, questions once you start a, a like, business. Yeah, where's it going to be? But I'm happy where I am right now and wherever it's going, you know, which I have a lot of ideas yep. because I do want to do skincare and hair care. Okay, good. Um, right. uh, kids, I want to do a BDC kids line okay. uh, so they won't fall into the cracks, preventative. Yeah, um, I, like that. I even want to do a Black Tone Crack show, uh, TV, radio, yeah. um, talk show. I mean, you name it. I'm ready. Just like you said, yep. we need to have that dialogue now. So there's a lot of things that's, on my list, so watch and out. We, and <laughs> we'll see a little Michael B who's watching also. I, wa- I really want people to know that we can create projects and be the CEOs of our own companies. Yes. Uh, especially in our community. I mean, anybody can do it, of course, in any community. But in our community, we should be doing that more and more. If you have something that's, it's, that's really that you feel is great, that can service the world, Go out and try and do it. Well, you know, it's funny. A lot of when families come into my store in the mall and it's a lot of kids and I don't know, kids kind of gravitate to me. I love kids. Yeah. And so uh, this one little girl in particular, she's like, she was telling me some things that she liked and she had a good eye for fashion at her age. And, you know, I told her mother, I said, you should start her now. Like 
why aren't our kids? There's like millionaire entrepreneur oh, kids, kids. online. Go online and check them out. And I'm like, wait a minute, they put shame to us. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why not start them at a young age in the entrepreneurial spirit? Spirit. That's true. There's just no reason why. Right. That we can't That's do true. it. Well, I think it's very true. And you're right. There's some kids who are making lots of lot more money than I am. <laughs> I know. Me too. Well, and you know, every time my grandkids come, I'm like, what do you want to do? I'll support that. Sure. That's what happens. All right. You know, maybe when you grow up, right. you take care of Papa Jamie. Um, All right. But it's, 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 I just think, it, I, just want, I just want people to really come away with many things from the show. But just wanting that you can do this. Yes. Wherever it is. I mean, I can't tell you what to do or like what you should choose. But when something comes to you, you should be try to be open to the universe. Oh, definitely, definitely. And then don't be afraid to go for it. So. And you know what? And don't be afraid to fail. Right. Don't be afraid to fail, because and that was one of the things that when I went into this, I I never thought that I would fail. I didn't know where it was going. Right. Yeah. But right. I said, but this ain't failing. This is going to the top. Yeah. And. I'm my biggest salesperson, and you have to be the biggest salesperson to anybody that mm-hmm. you're trying to pitch or sell your business to, or mm-hmm. even just to get customers or clients. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, in doing that, people are like, "Wow!" I mean, I'm a believer. You made me a believer, and if you can make a believer out of somebody, that's half the battle. I'm a <laughs> you're a believer. I believe. I mean, I wear shirts. I wear it all the time. I'm a believer. But well, you're I, black. Don't crack. That's, that's right. I'm black. Don't crack. No, I'm a believer because I just, I, again, it was part of your spirit that sold me on it. And, Thank and, you. But it was when I was there. I like, said so we met. It was, it was just I was shopping. I think it was at Target. I came out. Whatever. And just, I mean, just we were going to Lucille's. I think afterwards. But in between there, I saw this thing. It was, yes. just, it was just a congregation of people laughing, yes. having a good it time. Was love. See, it was love. It was energy. Yes. it was. And we can create that. Yes, which we need more of that out there. Yes, and I can. I mean, I just, I just, I, I you know, I say this on the show all the time. People should be nice. Nice should be the norm. Yes, it just should, and we should, and we should be fostering and creating situations to foster that. Without a doubt. Yeah, but you know what? I think too, it's kind of inbred within you. Um, for instance, I'm from a large family. Okay. My mom had 11 kids. Okay, you know, they, they, they broke the mold after those yes, several like, okay, yes, like I had three and I'm like, I'm dying. You're like, right? I'm done. You're like, I'm done. But, you know, being from a large family, um, I was the ninth child. Okay. Um, the last girl, because okay. there were eight girls and I'm the last girl. So I was always like, get in the back of the line. Yeah, you can't wear yes, lipstick. You yes. can't do this. You can't do that. So I always had to like fight and thin for my way. And now I'm kind of noticing like that tenacity that came with that. Now I'm using that in my business. Yes. So there's like little techniques and tools that you can use in your from your life that you don't even know that is your makeup as far as being successful. So and now I'm just evaluating everything in yes. my life. Like, okay, so what made me get here? And I'm, and sometimes my son is like, "Mom, you okay? You're analyzing too much. You know, like get over." <laughs> no, I'm the same. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah, but but it's a good thing because it just helps you really get connected with your purpose. It's always okay to do check-ins. Self check-ins yes, are fine, without a doubt. And self because self care is very important. Yes. Self check-ins for that self care is just as important. You can reevaluate. Recalibrate yes. whatever you do. I call it. <laughs> then you should do it, and I and I do it too all the time. I'm doing it right now in my business too. I'm kind of looking at things, and yeah. I, I say trimming the fat on some stuff. Bye, I'm not doing that anymore, or that association isn't working for me anymore, or that friendship is like you look yeah. at everything. Everything has a time because you're right because you don't want anything to block your purpose. That's right. Or block, excuse me, block your path to your purpose. That's right. And I learned something else too that a lot of times doors are being closed. You you think, oh my, why is it happening? Yep. Oh, that's just like. 
it's on purpose because they're trying to make it, they're trying to narrow your path, which you're supposed to be doing, then yeah. it's narrowing it. And then you're like, and that's why. That's, that's why. why that door closed. That's happens to me. I mean, you just, well, you just, mm-hmm, like our producer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so, it's so true because, you know, you just, you just, as you get older, you learn more, you learn that's Definitely. the truth. Definitely. You know, you and I have had some stuff we've learned that's the truth and said, oh, okay, that, I wasn't supposed to have that job. Even though I thought I wanted so bad because now I'm doing this, which I love much more. Well, that's so funny because I, I used to live in the Bahamas. And oh, wow. We, I, we love, had, I love Bahamas. I've been there. I love yeah, it. Yeah, we had to make a choice of moving to either Florida or California. Well, actually, I wanted to live in Florida because it was closer. But now oh, I see that my whole journey was to come here, that I should have been here, and, and for, wow. for Black Don't Crack to unfold. So... Yeah, because it may you not have worked in Florida, I, in Miami, or exactly. it was very Cuban there, or anything like it may not work. Exactly. That's interesting. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's times when you're younger where you think you know it all. You just know. You just know. I, you know I, that I went, you know that you know. Exactly. You know what you know, you know. <laughs> yes, but you don't know. But you really don't. <laughs> and you know, and as you get older, you figure that out. That's why I love watching the kids sometimes. I'm like, okay, you guys just have no idea yet. You'll learn it. Yeah. We just don't have it yet. We learn that. So for you, it's just like, so where are you from originally, originally? Where are you from? Okay. So yeah, I've, I've lived everywhere. Okay. I'm like, my dad was a gypsy, so I guess okay. it kind of runs in our family. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm originally from New Jersey. Okay. Um, I grew up in New Jersey. I lived in Atlanta okay. for a little bit. Um, I lived in the Bahamas. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you everywhere I live because you got to get no, out of Maine. Where's, where's, where's the thing, girl? I'm like, I've been to Bahamas for vacation. What's it wasn't like living there? Oh the my Caribbean. God. It is just heaven. Where, uh, where usually we're the majority. <laughs> well, no, we are the majority. I know. That's what I'm saying. For most of the islands there, yes. Could you imagine the tranquility? I mean, Every single day, I live four blocks from the beach, uh, and we would just take this ride. This, and you know the view, the water. Yes. Oh, I oh, do. My God. It's just the water is blue. It's beautiful, clear, and it's just blue. white sand beaches. Oh, white sand that. beaches. Hey, when I got back here, I was depressed, and I didn't know why. But really, honestly, I, <laughs> I talked, to, I I talked to a psychiatrist, and she told me that because I had that in my life every single day, you know, and you're like missing it, you're longing for it, you're dwelling for it, and I'm like. I gotta go back, but I I make sure I get back. Okay, cool. <laughs> I try to get to the I try to get to Caribbean because my family's in Puerto Rico and, and my family's in the West Indies. I try to get to the Caribbean once a year. I try to go at least yeah, once me a too. year, at least once a year. Because I do, I because I feel, and you can maybe home. echo this. I do. I feel like I'm at home, yes. and I'm, I'm part of the majority. Yeah, I don't have to worry about being black. You know, there's such a confident people. Yeah. Um, you know, being the majority. And at first I didn't understand that because, you know, when I, where I grew up, I grew up in a white neighborhood. We were okay. the only blacks that went to our Catholic school wow. for the first eight years. Wow. And, you know, it was a culture shock, even though I grew up and I don't know if you know where Camden, New Jersey is, that's, yeah. but that's a rough part of town. Yeah, so yes, watch yes, out. Yes. We'll catch you. Um, <laughs> I'll spare you, James. <laughs> Why, thank you. I'll take it. But anyway, growing up uh, five years old, six years old, yeah. my mother said, okay, this is turning. We're moving. So we moved to the suburbs. And so, but just having that culture shock because we were with the majority. Yeah. And then you go and outside of that and all of a sudden you're like ripped from your culture and your people and you're like, okay. But my mother, she made sure she instilled in us no matter where we were, what group of people, your black people, white, Latino, Asian, it didn't matter that you are still consistent with who you are and that you knew who you are. So I had a sense of... From a young child, I always knew who I was, and I had that inner strength, whereas a lot of people, they don't. And I was talking to a young girl the other day, and she was telling me, she goes, well, you grew up with that. You're fortunate. 
you know, because it, then it helps your confidence. It helps, yeah. you know, so many different areas of your life. And then I, now I'm just equating everything to being successful, you know? I admire it's, anyone who is a minority and a majority who yeah. probably grew up. Because I grew up mostly black. I, mean, I grew up in the hood. So, I mean, for me, it wasn't like that. It wasn't until I was an adult where I became yeah. the only black this, only person color of that at a yeah. job or something. But when I was growing up, it was, I was with, It's a I rude saw, awakening. It is. It and really I, well, is. for me, it was rude. When I had to get certain jobs or promotions, yes. that was a rude awakening. I was like, but I worked just as hard as that guy. And I learned all that exactly. as an adult. Yeah. But those of you guys who grew up, where you were the, either the only Asian or the only Latino or the only black person in a majority that's something else, that must be, this must be amazing. Oh, I remember, I think I was in I like, can't even this, imagine. I was in the fifth grade and my hair is like really wavy if yes. I just want it naturally. <laughs> so one day, my, I used to look like Pocahontas, part down the middle, oh, two braids. And so I remember I went to school one day and all the little girls were like, well, why don't you take out your hair, Deborah? Take out your hair. So I took out my hair and by the time I went home, I was like, Diana Oh Rose. my God. <laughs> my hair, the humidity <laughs> My hair swelled yes. up like this, oh and goodness. I'm walking home like this. And my mom's like, "What happened to you?" <laughs> I mean, I look like the Lion King, <laughs> the Lion and the Lion King. And um, and she goes, and she gave me a tough speech that day. And it's like, you don't have to prove anything to anybody. You know, you have to know who you are. You don't have to take your hair out to show everybody. And I was like, oh, okay. I and, I, and, I know, and I know with some people, for some kids. It's because you look so different yeah, to them. Yeah, they're just curious. They're curious. But I, yeah. I hear what she's saying, too, but that's a good lesson for later when the, the adults aren't being curious or being rude. Yeah. Uh, can I touch yeah. your hair? No, you can't touch my hair. Yeah. yeah. When, I, when I used to have long hair and I do all kinds of stuff, yeah. too, and the straw sets and things on my hair. And they went to talk, like, no, you can't touch my hair. <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> but I don't touch my hair. No. Um, but when you're kids, I do get sometimes, it's like, it's just, they're just really curious, but it's a good lesson to learn in general. Yes, just, it is. Because it we look different. Yes. They want to, they, you can't, can't po- we're not, we're not circus animals. You can't poke at it. Not in just any race. Exactly. Or that's part of minority. Exactly. But you know what? It, it was a learning experience for them because it wasn't, um, ill intent. You yeah. know, it yeah. was, it was, they want, and they were touching my hair and they're like, oh my God, it's so soft. It's so soft. It was like, I felt like a little, a pet. Yes, I know. Like, I know. Yeah. You know, I'm like, okay, mm. okay, girls, get out my hair. Yes, go here. But, uh, yeah, so it, a learning experience. So where do you, where do you see this business going? I mean, it's just kind of, I don't think anything can happen, but where would you like to see it go? I mean, you mentioned a few things already. You want to do some TV and stuff, but you like for the clothing itself, where would you like to see it go? Yeah. You know what? I, uh, I see this definitely. Definitely um, in stores across the nation. Okay. I see branding. Um, I don't know if I want to franchise it yet oh, okay. or um, just have my own stores personally across the nation. Okay. But I definitely see that because once I posted that we had a store in the mall, I mean, I was getting all kind of hits on my Instagram, like, we need a store in such and such. I'm we sure. need a store I'm in sure. such I'm and sure. such. And I said, okay, but right now, go online. Yeah, go online and buy something <laughs> yeah, while you're here. So, yes. so I definitely want to branch out and do stores. Um, so the apparel, and apparel is endless. You know, oh, I could do anything. You could do anything, and then you know, I might just end up with a little crest BDC and just do other apparel. Okay. And um, okay. do I want to do jean jackets and okay. I mean everything you name it with patches. And, so is it fun designing it? Oh, it's the so fun much part. fun! It's so much fun because yeah. I, I am a fashionista. Yeah, I, so, yes. I got to admit that. Yeah, I can tell. I can tell. I can tell. I love clothes. I love clothes. Yes. And that came from my mom because she was a fashionista. Okay. But so it's yeah. fun. Oh, it's so much fun. And then you know, I always tease everybody. So the first uh, item that I create, I wear it, and everybody's like, "Oh my god, oh, I want okay. that! Yes, yes. I want that!" And I'm like, "Oh." 
it's not here yet. You know, but I just kind of put it yes, out there just to that's see, smart. That's just smart. wet their whistle yeah. a little bit. And then I end up putting it on the line and it's, and then some things I just test, you know, I, I just got back from um, Dubai uh, wow. last week. And so I'm in Dubai and I had this jumpsuit and I put this jumpsuit on and I posted it on Instagram and I'm like, Ooh, this fits in like wonderfully over here. And everybody's like, okay, we want the jumpsuit. Oh, when are we getting a jumpsuit? Wow. So it's little oh. things like that, that. It just it's it's a launch, but it's a different way of yeah. launching things today. It's just yeah. like music and launching albums and dropping them. So I just drop, you know, <laughs> I just dropped a jumpsuit. <laughs> and, and you're right because so now you're using you're fully using social media these days because that's the oh spot, without right? a doubt, yes, without a doubt. So is, is, is Instagram like the place then for clothing? You know what Instagram is because of the pictures, yeah. the photos, and yeah. everybody's so photo oriented. Like honestly, I don't even think. People read the content as much, but they definitely look at that photo. Yeah, I'm so sure. if you put an eye-catching photo on there, you're getting a like. That's true. I guess, you're and, and, a like. but I know that people are using it sometimes to sell stuff. So I know it must be a. Great oh yeah, platform. it is. It is a tool, and we're working. We're working on all of our social medias to connect them with our website and our go. online presence. So. So all that's coming. Great. Now, <laughs> because when you tell me about there, there is a lot of work that goes on to I mean, yeah, you have some cute clothes, but there's a whole 90% of the other stuff you have to do. It's a lot of work. Oh, my there. God. So, so I mean, originally, and this and that. And, well, T-shirts are easy because right. you just get a T-shirt, yep. stamp it on it, do some silk screening. Yep. But when you start designing and manufacturing, I remember the first time I, was ma- I started manufacturing and I was telling my girlfriend, one of, uh, this girl Marv, that really helps me with a lot of my my uh, apparel and when I first started I'm like oh my god I'm getting ready to manufacture I know, and a... I just thought that was just such a yeah, big no, yes, task yes, right and yes. so and I remember going downtown and it's like so many components to labels to to um yes. sizing to yes I mean Everything and barcodes like, and everything this and, yes, and I'm like yeah. I thought it was just like I want a, this dress. Right, right. Can you just no. you know put it in the assembly line? No. no, you are the assembly line. You have to go pick up all these things, bring it to your sewer. A lot of work. It's a heck of a lot of work. But you know what? I love every I'm aspect sure, of I'm it. I'm sure. I'm sure. Every aspect of it, I love. And it's I all think, yours. Yeah. When whenever you you're connected so much with your brand to that point. That nothing is, you know, a downer. <laughs> I get that. that I do. That's, I get that. It's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. So and, and But there's some declines oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, Let yeah. me tell you. There's sometimes you're, you have these uh, tremendous highs. Right. And then sometimes you have lows. I mean, just the production and keeping up with mm-hmm. it. And then the ordering. And now people are starting to order online. And... So watch what you ask for. <laughs> I know, I got this sort of stuff. I know, I love it. Yes, um, I yes, do. I love yes, it. for sure. I'm excited. So on this show, this is what I do uh, with every guest. I've done it 105, six times. I never prep them in advance, so they don't know this unless they watch the show and recognize what I do this. I'm asking you two questions. Okay. It's the same two questions I ask everybody else, and it's about words and language. Obviously, Black Don't Cry is all about language. What word... I actually, I actually make this now. What word or phrase do you think we should not say anymore? Now, come on, G. <laughs> say it, girl. Say it. The N-word. Okay. Now, what word or phrase, and I'll be funny if, if, you, if you do answer this way, what word or phrase should people say more of? Love. 
Very underrated, isn't it? Love is an underrated word. Yes, it? it is. It really is. Like the real meaning of it. Yes, it is. Like, we, love you, love you, mean it, not that. We're talking, like, the real meaning. Well, of, yeah, like, the real meaning of it, too. But just think, if we um, told somebody that passed away, you know, a certain day, if we told them before that that we loved them, and we didn't have to wait for a reason to tell them, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we wait for reasons to tell people that we love them, mm-hmm. you know, and that's one thing about my family, and I love my kids, because... They'll tell you, I'll love you in a minute. I love you, mom. Yeah, we and, do and, and my oldest son, he's like six, seven. And, and he's like, mom, I love you. I was at his tennis match yesterday in Palm Springs. He's like, mom, I love you. And everybody's Aww. looking at him like, <laughs> really? That. But it should be that way. It should be a natural thing. And it should yeah. be okay to say it. Men can say it to men. Women can say it to women. Everybody can say it. Yes. And on so many different levels, too. Yeah, they should. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It never gets old. Love never gets old to me. Never. Lo- I love love. I love it too. And I love to say that I love what you're doing. Thank you. That's how I want to say that. I love what you're doing. Thank you. Tell people in that camera where they can find you online. Okay, you can find us at blackdon'tcrack.com. And then also on our social medias, we're at blackdon'tcrack. And then on Instagram, I mean, uh, what's the other one? Twitter. Twitter. Uh, MyBLK, Don't Crack. And on Facebook, blackdon'tcrack.com. And uh, LLC. Else, yes, that. that's you get it, and uh, and like I said, I'm wearing one of her shirts that I love. I, yes. if, you, if you're in the area, go to Westfield. Yeah, come on by and see us at the Westfield. <laughs> Mall. Okay, Foxwoods Mall. Foxwoods. And go there, and, and chances <laughs> are she might be there. So you want to talk yeah, to her? And I would love to meet you guys. So yeah. come on out. Um, yeah. I I visit my store all the time. We have great employees, but I am there as well. She is. and they have okay. the same spirit that I have. So. <clears throat> they do, they do. So I would say, but if you want, you want to tell me, she might be down there. So go check her out. Don't, so don't go to Target. Don't go to no. the van store. Go to her place. Well, Black come Tom to us Craig. first, and then y'all can go to. Oh, that's you. Okay, you go, go to that, of course. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much. Yes. It was my pleasure. It was my pleasure too. And uh, breaking into is on. Uh, oh my God, Blake! It's on iTunes. It's on YouTube. <laughs> I have the Facebook page breaking into, which I actually posted many of the pictures that you're seeing here. I posted them on the page, so you can actually look at the clothing. I'm also going to post a link to her website, so you just go just two clicks, you'll be there. Because I know you're going to buy you want to You want to get these things. You know what she has. What I, you want them. You do want them. <laughs> and I'm James Lodge Jr., of course. You can follow me where all James Lodge Juniors are at James Lodge Jr. on all social media platforms. And my new single is out called My Soul Needed Cigarette. It's out on iTunes, Google Play, um, uh, where else? It's on Amazon, Pandora. It's, it's all over the place. It's, it's out. Support me. Listen to it on my SoundCloud page. Yeah. I love you guys. See you next time. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXO Bay. Thanks for tuning in.